He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go, folks. Tuesday, September 6th. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. And uh, let's get right into this. I want to see if um, if you guys understand what Joe's saying here. Hmm. And let's just play some more music. Let's do it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, but Joe, so we had a, like a, we have a cold open video here. Um do and I, and I want to see if you guys can make make out which hey, what, yeah yeah don't you have the clip which one is it this one that i'm on number two i can't see this one no i don't have a cold open all right well let me see if i can let me see if i can pull it <clears throat> never mind never mind i hope you guys had a great weekend um it was a good one here. Good weather. Got out in the water. Got got some good family time in. I hope that you guys did as well. Um, and the clip we're going to show you is not that important compared to all the other stuff we're going to talk about, particularly the other stuff that we're going to talk about with Biden. Um, and there's a lot to cover today with it. Um, but real quick, some admin notes, and then we'll get to question of the day. Reminder, there's not going to be a show on Thursday. Obviously, we were off yesterday because of Labor Day. There's not a show Thursday, and there's a chance. Don't throw anything at me. You're, I mean, we're virtual here. You can't, you can't hit me anyways. But there's a chance there won't be one tomorrow. Going to be dealing with some stuff with Shafi. Uh, good stuff, hopefully. Um, but I've got to take care of that. So I just wanted to put that out. I think I talked about it on Booze and Banter last week. So that's, that's going to be going on this week. It's a little bit of a wonky week. Apologize in advance. If we can get something pre-recorded and uploaded tomorrow, um then then we'll do it but thursday's definitely a no-go but next week the good news is is next week is a full slate of shows everything is is working and going together um <clears throat> so we'll we'll get to that so do we have that disco or should we do question of the day no we just i just got it in so that we can let's okay so this this is what i was going to ask do you understand what joe is saying here just just listen listen to him and, and see if you can make it out You know how much? You know how much I'm reducing the deficit this year? One trillion five hundred thousand. Okay, so so play it again, Disco, because <laughs> see if see if you can make out the word. That, that's Biden trying to say the word reduced, talking about the deficit. But but listen to his version of reduced because it's a different. I you know there's different dialects. I get their slang. I get that. If you may be in downtown Chicago or downtown Philadelphia, you might say something slightly different, just like some things are said different down here in the South, the North, whatever. But listen to it again and, and specifically key in on that word. You know how much, you know how much I'm reducing the deficit this year? One trillion five hundred thousand. I mean, it's like, I, I don't a lot of letters in there anyways i don't know I, if he knew what he was saying he didn't <laughs> and i think it was benny or someone someone put it out there on twitter too and was like here's what the prompter read here's what he said and it just was gobbledygook when it got to that word <laughs> but <clears throat> just amazing 
Uh, all right, like I said, lots to cover today, but let's start off with question of the day. Let's get into it. This is an important question. If you're here for the first time, you're thinking, or you're going to think, what the hell's going on here? But we have some fun with question of the day, and then we get into the serious stuff, because the rest is just, let's be honest, it's depressing. It's a depressing world we're living in right now. But <clears throat> the question is this. Finish, it's more of a complete the statement. This is like an ad lib today. And I, I'm doing this because I know that there's going to be some weird answers. And I, I, I want to do it. It's for a research prize. It's not really for a research prize. But I, I, I am curious. So do me a favor. Finish this phrase with your preference. Peanut butter and go. As you're doing that, folks, this is a notarized copy of the deed to my home. This is the address to my home. But under owner... This is not my name. This is not my name. It's, it's not correct. The fake notary seal on the back is not real. Luckily, this is just a demonstration of a crime called home title theft. My friends at HomeTitleLock.com prepared this in 10 minutes. That's how fast and easy this crime is. If it were real, I could be out tens of thousands of dollars plus Legal fees, massive legal fees. If, if any of you guys have lawyers or have dealt with lawyers, you know just how expensive it is. And you'd be spending that money just to get your home back in your own name, which it should be now. And the reason that this is possible is that the deed to our homes is the only document that proves it and that all, and, and, and all of these deeds are online now. So they're easy to capture a criminal, confine one, forge your signature, and refile as the new owner of your home, take out loans against your home, leave you in debt. You're not going to know it, sadly, until it's too late and collection agencies are knocking on your door. Homeowner's insurance doesn't cover it. Most identity theft uh, um, products don't cover it either. Home title lock is the peace of mind that your deed of, uh, of title is, is, is taken care of and safe and secure. So head on over to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Use promo code Drew when you're there. Enter your address. You can get a free. Guys, here's the deal. For being a listener of this show, you can get a free title scan. It's a $100 value just for going over there. Again, it's hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Put your address in, get a free check, and go from there. Thanks for, for supporting us. Thanks for taking care of yourself, minding the fact that this crime is on the rise. It's crazy. It's scary. Every time I talk about it, it concerns me. Now, when, when, whenever you start doing that and you talk about the deed and you say, it's not my name, I feel like we should play the, they call me Susan, whatever that song is. That's not my name. That should be playing behind <laughs> you while you read we'll that. We'll have to this try is... and get the licensing just for that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for, that, for that song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get to some answers here. Um, for some reason, I'm not seeing, uh... there we go. Okay. So we've got peanut butter and celery, says June. Peanut butter jelly. That's a good one. That's a okay. good one. Peanut butter and celery is good. And you can go next level with ants on a log, right? And do the do the raisins. Raisins. Bananas. Banana. Apples, says Melissa. Jelly. Jelly time, says Carrie. Strawberry preserve specific from, from Shirley. I like that. I like specific. Another banana. Another banana. Apricot preserves. Gosh. I think the most underrated, by the way, jam or preserve or jelly or whatever we want to call it out there is apricot. Stone me if you want. I don't care. I think, it's, I think it doesn't get anywhere near the credit, nor is it as easy to find as it should be. Jules, the question was, finish this phrase, peanut butter and 
Whatever you want. Jeff says honey. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Pretzels, chocolate. Ooh, gosh, you kind of just forget about chocolate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good ones there. There's a Love lot. I mean, a lot of traditional ones on here. I, I had a friend growing up who did peanut butter and mustard. Interesting. I, I can't get behind that one. I love both, Is but there's things Russian that or? shouldn't go together, right? <laughs> Apricot fried pies are the bomb too. Just stop it. That sounds amazing. Um, okay, Disco, what's your answer? You know, I love a good Reese's peanut butter cup, but I also love peanut butter and fluff sandwiches. Okay, there's a new those one. We good. haven't seen fluff yet those today. Are, those are good. Um, I, I remember when someone first told me, I was like, ugh, no. They're like, but do you like fluff? I'm like, yeah. They're like, just put your hands together. But then um, if my dad were in the chat room, he would actually say, because he, he makes it, he made it up himself, it's called peanut butter surprise, and it's just a spoonful of peanut butter. He doesn't need anything else with it. <laughs> Just peanut butter. Okay. Um, what about you? You know, I, 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 I'm intrigued by the, by the honey one. I, I don't love honey, but I do mm-hmm. like peanut butter and honey. Obviously, peanut butter and jelly. Gosh, it's really good. Holla bread. Holla. Yeah. Holla. Uh, Pretzels is so good too. I mean, it's. I mean, I, honestly, when I put this question out there, I didn't think it would it would create such a conundrum for me. Um, but see, I I love just getting a, an old school Reese's peanut butter cup and just eating it. Like I, you know, I don't need yeah. the crunchy. Just give me about twenty of those, and I'm set. I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um. I think I'm gonna maybe go pretzels. It's pretty, okay. the salt, the salt. I mean, there's already a little bit of salt, obviously, in peanut butter, but the salt, that's, that's, that's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good. Um, that might be my answer today. Might be, it's not peanut butter mustard. I can tell you that. Um, okay. So let's get, <laughs> let's get into it here. Let's get into it. Cause Donald Trump and Joe Biden both held rallies or events. Let's call them in the case of, of Biden in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania this weekend. And someone mashed this together. Here's how they look back to back. Take 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 a look at this and then we'll discuss. Than anything else? You realize that? The point is, we have so much of you. (laughs) So much of you. I've not. So quite the difference, right? And as you said, Disco, I mean, obviously you've got a packed arena. We we know how big 
these venues are that Trump does, and that they're always filled to the brim. And there's always also overload, you know, overload. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a whole nother section. There's people outside. Overflow. Like, overflow. Golly, I <laughs> take four days off, and I can't even use words. Um, words are tough. Um, but no, so so you've got overflow. You've got all that stuff going, and it's packed. Biden can't even. I mean that gymnasium like a middle school or high school gymnasium yeah, it was like a high school gymnasium <laughs> not even remotely full not even all the bleachers down i mean we're talking like 20 percent full if that now night probably not even that but quite the difference and the difference between biden's america and trump's america are polar opposites as we all know and and for those of you here for the first time this is i, I look i like trump but this is not a donald trump show this is a pro america let's get back to common sense kind of a show but that scene right there and every day, every day that we are seeing and experiencing things is a clear reminder of one simple fact, and that's that no one likes Joe Biden. No one likes him. Jill doesn't either. She left her old husband not because of his charm. She left her husband for power and money, not Joe's incompetence or his tendency for pedophilia. No one likes him. and. Joe, under the direction of his radical left communist handlers, ramped up their rhetoric this week. And really, or last week, I should say. And, and really, they, they had done it all week. We showed multiple clips. Green Jean Pierre, you know, not, not walking back comments made by Joe about conservatives, but doubling down on them. Joe making his comments. And then the week culminated with what was undoubtedly the most divisive presidential speech in American history. And right down to, I mean, it was uh, the optics. I mean, we, I mean, look at, look at the picture here. Let me just keep that up for a little bit, Disco, because it, it yeah, works. Hang, hang on. I just got disconnected. I'm trying to connect back in. Give okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll put this, this thing up, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You've seen footage. You've seen the clips. Maybe you, maybe you're, Unfortunate enough that you actually watched the, the darn thing. But it was, it was horrific. The whole thing was horrific from an optic standpoint. You had a blood red, there it is. You got a blood red background that was broken up by shadows, right? And you got two Marines standing in the background as a reminder to all of us peasants out there. That Biden has access to the military and can unleash it any time on those who disagree with him. And he threatened Americans again with F-15s last week, for Pete's sake. And even though I'm not shocked by what comes out of the Communist Party's mouths, I was shocked that they hung in there with the satanic imagery to go with his divisive, divisive gibberish. I mean, this was next level, right? Next level. I mean, if we, if we were to hold up, we don't have one. Although we just showed you footage. If you're to hold up a picture of Trump speaking over the weekend and a picture of Biden speaking and ask you what person's party supports killing a child after it's been born? What party invented the Klan? What party supported segregation? What party had a supporter try and murder Republicans at a baseball practice? What party wants to force you to get a medical procedure that you don't want? It's crystal clear now. You should, you should know the answer without thinking too hard. And I'm hoping that the people who were on the fence, you know, the ones who are like the Democrat Party is the same as it's always been, those kind of people. And to be clear, some Democrats are. 
But what the average person doesn't realize is that the Democrat Party has been taken over by this dark evil that's committed to dismantling America in its present form. And that's a hard part for people to accept, right? They don't want to believe it. And look, I agree. I hate knowing that half of the population hates everything about what I love about this country. But the main difference is we can go on living our, we, we Republicans can go on living our lives, but their default position on the left, the radical left, is they always go the way of authoritarianism. That's just the way they go. That's how they're programmed. You don't want to get vaccinated? Okay, well, fine, sweetheart, that's your choice. But you, you can't work. You can't be around people that you love. Which I know those two are not always the same. But you get my point. So the messages from Biden and Trump are completely different. According to his own words, according to his policies, Biden hates half the population. Wants to disarm you. Again, those aren't my words. I'm not just making this up. Those are his words. Now, Trump, look, Trump's got an ego. Trump's got money. He likes himself, but he also likes the country and wants to see Americans prosper. Basically, the Democrats' message is, hey, hey, just, uh, just so you know, uh, we're in trouble. The lifeboats are full. We're, we're pulling the ladders up. And if you're not on board, you're never going to be. Good luck, peasants. Sucks to be poor. Not even women and children first. No, of course not. They can't define what a woman is. How could they choose women and children first? Well, it's funny. You know, I had a buddy of mine call me over the weekend. Actually, I called him because I was asking him a question. And he was sitting there going, what, what was this picture? Like, what was this? Who in the White House said this is okay for the next speech for the President of the United States? He's like, it's like we're looking at, you know, <clears throat> you know, we're looking at um, Adolf Hitler. Or, you know what, let's just go even fiction to, you know, Peaky Blinders in the most recent one where they have, like, the, the fascism and all that stuff and the black shirts and the red flags and all that. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, someone in there was like, this is going to be good. People are going to love it. Yeah, who, well, it's... Who it, thought it, this was good? Well, I mean, look, this is... There's only one way you get to to this scene right there. There's only one way you see what is on the screen, and that's who you want it. And that's, let's show them who we are. Yeah. Let's 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 come out and say, hey, we're for a man. I mean, think about all the time. I mean, and this is their MO, right? This is this is what they do. But all the times they say we're for you. And then they follow it up. We're for you. We're for this country. They follow it up with some absolute tyrannical BS. It's it's we're for you. The real statement is we're for you if you're on our team and you do everything that we tell you to do. If we get 100 percent compliance, we're for you. If we don't, as Joe has said now, and, and his administration, again, has not walked it back. They've doubled down on it, it, it. They're calling us extremists. They're saying that we are a threat to the country. You don't make those kind of statements. You don't set up the scene that we saw if that's not the message you want to portray and put forth to the American people. The battle lines have been drawn here for a while. They just have. Like, it's been very, very clear. But 
but like th- this this was a new line in the sand like this was it was literally a line in the sand like hey you're either on our team or you're on that team and we consider that team i.e you me everyone else who loves this country and just wants it to get back to being normal we consider you to be a threat to this country to this government and and thus to be our enemy that that's not how you rally people keep in mind keep in mind too this was the person who who campaigned less than anybody for one they didn't let him out much but they they he campaigned on being the great unifier our country's never been more divi- look and again you you can say well it was divisive before it was divided before yeah of course it was it was 100% i agree with you and there's a reason for that because they want you to be divided. The communists, that's a, the biggest part of, of their game plan and their playbook in installing that kind of a policy and that kind of a regime is to have everyone divided. You have to do it. It's a linchpin for success for them. So there's a reason that's happening. But, I mean, to, to say that, that, that to have a, you didn't have a president at that point. Trump, like Trump, don't like Trump, whatever. You didn't have him saying, you're the enemies. Now, did he call the news fake news? Yes, the, the news is awful. Everyone can agree mainstream media is awful. I don't care if you're talking about Fox, CNN, whoever. They're, they're all trash. But you've never had a president speak out multiple times in a seven-day period and say, you guys, you guys who voted for the other guy are the enemy of this republic. They didn't say republic because they don't understand that it's a constitutional republic. But you know where I'm going. It's just why I mean it is wild to be alive at this time and it's I don't say that in a good in a good way but it just is like I mean never never in our life have we have we been really threatened and they're going to oh that's not a threat okay well what is it you literally just last week said something similar then then said hey people who are who are all you know right wingers who love the second amendment we have F15s okay that's threatening language if we said that you, you you would never stop talking about it. And then you stand up there on the stage looking as Nazi-esque as you can and call us all enemies. I just don't know what they were going for optic-wise, like with that, like, what is this telling the American people? And then let's, you know, let's forget about the, the red and black backdrop. What about the optics of this? I mean, they could have paid people to show up and fill up a stadium. Right, right. They have the money. They could have done that, and it would be like, look at this. We had a huge, we had a, we had a sellout, you know, standing room only, just like Trump. But no, they didn't. They filled a middle school, high school, you know, you know, auditorium or <laughs> in auditorium, uh, gymnasium, and barely filled it out. Right. And it's like so they're going like, come on, someone somewhere should have said, guys, we should we should we should halt this. Let's postpone it. Say someone's sick, and let's just start paying people to show up because that'll the optics of it will be good because they're like, oh hey, look, other people are there supporting them. Let's let's keep on supporting them. But right. no, they didn't do that. They didn't. And it's just you know and that would have been awful. Green I mean, screen on, the you know, bitch like CGI and anything. Exactly. Exactly. You build it, it, fake it, White Houses when you have a White House <laughs> like. We know that you've got some ingenuity over there. We don't know why you do things, and none of it makes sense. But you've got some some resolve. Yeah, it, I mean, it would have been it, obviously the, like that optic side of it, like oh, they paid people to be there, would have been awful. 
but at least to the people who don't know the insider stuff and pay, pay attention to stuff would be like, wow, he had a lot of people at his rally. Yeah. You know, cause that's what's, that's the talk right now with Trump is look at all the support he has. And they were in the same place, you know, <laughs> come on. It's, it's just, I, it, it blows my mind. Like, I want to know who's in charge of that. Right. And then be like, what, what'd you do for a little, like, where, how'd you get here? Where'd, where'd you go to school or what, like, what, what gave you the credentials to be here? Cause obviously you're not looking at it right. <laughs> you know, Oh, this will be fine. We'll look like, you know, we'll look like we're fine. Oh, you're going against Trump. Well, I think who's honestly, got... I mean, I, look, there, there's, there's a, a lot of layers to this. Again, I would say that they, they knew exactly how this was going to look and be perceived and that's why they did it. Yeah. Yeah, but, I guess but, right. but there's I think one of the reasons beyond the fact that they literally want to have control like that and, and operate as a regime like that, their policies and, and, and their behavior and their treatment of other people with differing opinions prove it. But I also think that they very much want there to be backlash, that they want people to lash out, be violent, because that's something we never do, by the way, but they tell everyone that we do. So they want it to be, see, I told you there's extremists, the conservatives are, are white nationalists, they're white supremacists, they're, they're this, that, and the other, they're domestic terrorists. So don't, uh, don't do it. Don't do it. That's what they want. Make them make the first move. I'm not saying that a fight's unavoidable in this country. I, ho I hope it is. I wish it were. I, I don't know that it is at this point. But, but let them make the first move, which you could say they are on some level, but but they want violence. They want people to do stuff that their people do. They want buildings to burn. They want bricks to be thrown through windows. They want all that stuff. But you know what? That's not how we do things. And it drives them crazy that we don't. Because it's like, that's what we would do. It's like, yeah, but we're, we're actually reasonable, rational people who don't do things that way. And that's how we got to this point, is they took full advantage of that. Full advantage of it, and they won't stop. Barb, I don't think you're I don't think you're wrong there. Surely you're definitely not. Conservatives aren't the ones burning, looting, and murdering people. We're 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 honestly, and all of us are broken. There's not one of us on either side of the aisle who's perfect. So we can we can get that out of the way, right? But there these people are vile. And we've been way too kind. And that's that's how we got here. That's how we got here. He wasn't done them because the, beyond his speech, you maybe saw this circulating around this morning. The 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 Fuhrer uh, very oddly made some other new statements. And the White House is uh, the best I can describe it is as a new effort by the White House because I, I don't even get how they think people are this dumb. But listen to what he said about Big Pharma in this speech here. I've been fighting. I've been fighting pharma for my entire career, my entire career, and we finally beat pharma. We finally beat pharma. Let's do it with some more zest, though, Joe, because I feel like that one was kind of quiet. Let's try it again, and, and tell us what you did again, Joe. I want to say what he said. He said he opposed lowering drug costs because we resulted in punishing the pharmaceutical industry. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I mean, come on, man. Not this year. We beat Farmer this year. We beat Farmer this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. We finally beat Farmer. 
Now Medicare will have the power to negotiate lower prescription drug prices. We can guarantee... Beat Pharma? What? I mean, that that is that is maybe one... I mean, he lies through his teeth like all politicians do. That's one of the most remarkable ones I've heard. I mean, these... These commies, these radical left douchebags are still, to this day, hell-bent on getting everyone vaccinated with a vaccine that's got so many, it's so riddled with problems, it's insane. And they've waived, by the way, all liability from Big Pharma. So massive victory for those guys. This, this guy, I mean, Joe Biden has been a corrupt shill Forever, he can be bought by any interest group, any enemy country, which is which is true as well. And he's saying that he's fighting against big businesses, which is just not true. That's like him saying that there was nothing sexual about him showering with his daughter, Ashley. It's just not true. He looks like this geriatric raving lunatic who's got one foot in the grave, the other foot on a banana peel. And, and, and speaking of big pharma... Which he's is saying he's he's beat. How how much of what drugs are are being pumped into him? I can guarantee you it's a lot. He goes from mumbling and slurring to screaming, all in the same day. There's there's no way that the dude's not pumped full of all sorts of. It's a chemical cocktail going on there. And you and it, it, the 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 biggest point with this though, the obvious point that everyone should get, whether you're an economist, a bartender. Uh, uh, whatever, uh, freaking, I don't care what you do. Someone who's living on the streets, who's never graduated even out of kindergarten. You can get the fact that Big Pharma had a, had a massive last couple of years. They made a crap ton of money, again, with liability waived for an experimental vaccine that's, that was clearly rushed. We've had experts come on and talk about how rushed it was has got all sorts of problems that go with it that we're not going to go into those today because we've done it. And our big tech overlords will shut us down even more than they have just for suggesting a conversation. But these guys have made it out big. They've had some of their best revenue ever. Record years. So trust me when I say <laughs> this is this is not beating big pharma we've not beat and and look if joe biden beat big pharma and and took them on took them the task i would absolutely absolutely give him credit and say job well done job well done sir but that that's not what's happened these guys are fine they're more than fine they're more than fine it's ridiculous All right, guys, everyone smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. Make sure you're subscribed on said platform. We're glad to be spending some time with you guys today. As usual, reminder, we won't be here Thursday. We might not be here tomorrow. It's just kind of one of those weird, complicated weeks. Next week, everything is back to normal. And then, guys, if you have an IRA or a 401k, just a savings account, whatever it might be, things are scary out there. Think, think about this fact right here. This, should, this alone should, should cause some concern for you. This administration, the Biden administration, has already printed more money in these past two years than the previous 100 years combined. 
How's that stat for you? We've got national debt at $30 trillion. Inflation's the highest we've seen since 1982. It's only a matter of time before this house of cards comes tumbling down. If you have retirement savings, your money could be at serious risk. You need to talk to my friends over at Gold Coast. See how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. Go to DrewLovesGold.com, and they're going to give you $10,000 or more in free silver when you open a qualifying account. Again, it's DrewLovesGold.com. You can get up to $10,000, actually $10,000 or more in free silver just for opening a qualifying account. Get on over there, DrewLovesGold.com. Okay, so let's talk about this. <laughs> We've, speaking of lies, right? We talk about Joe says he beat Big Pharma. No. And we've got lots of lies surrounding climate change and these crazy efforts that are going on across the globe to radically change how we do things. And again, this is not some conspiracy crap. Some of it I used to think was, but as you pay any kind of attention whatsoever, these people are literally saying this stuff out loud, like world leaders. There's nothing hysterical or it's, it's crazy, but it's it wasn't nothing. it like six months ago. One of them was like, we need to re we need to like reestablish what freedom of speech is. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that and more that, you know, we want people to rely on us. We need them. To, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. We, we could do another World Economic Forum episode here if, if people want. But, but basically, green is the new red. If you want worldwide communism, which people do, evil people do, you disguise it as an existential threat to the planet. And then you start chipping away slowly but surely at people's freedoms. And make no mistake about it, people. That's what we're seeing all over the world. That is what is happening. And undoubtedly, what's going to happen here, if they haven't already this episode, which they always do, some dude's going to chime in and be like, bro, stop fear-mongering. Dude, first of all, I'm not your bro. But I'm not. This is, I'm, I'm not doing it. This is happening. There is crazy stuff happening right now. The only reason I continue my show is not the revenue or for vanity. It's a struggle to make the former, by the way, with big tech suppression. And I could care less about the latter. I do it because the stuff that's happening right before our very eyes right now needs to be discussed. Needs to be pushed back against. It's, it's wild. I mean, just listen to these, some of these reports that are coming in. Okay. We, we, you, you've seen what's been going on in the Netherlands and places like that, right? Obviously, Europe across the board is, is a mess right now, and not just because of Ukraine and Russia, but because of, of everything else and, and what the World Economic Forum and others are pushing down. But Norwegian farmers are throwing away their harvest due to energy prices. You've got Sweden's largest tomato grower shut down because they can't afford electricity prices. Well over 11,000 farms in the Netherlands are going to be forced to shut down to meet these new climate goals. So the high cost of, of fuel is going to have catastrophic consequences for the planet. It's just going to. We're going to see, sadly, we're going to see famine like we haven't seen before in our lifetime. And you know what they're going to blame it on? Not new policies that restrict how farmers and, and companies do business. 
None of that stuff. No, they're going to blame it on climate change. Again, green's the new red. If you want to be communist, you got to use green to get there. Climate science is, for the most part, all manufactured data. You've got a narrative that says the world is warming. Okay? That's, that's, what, they're, that's what they're pushing, right? So the next step, the next step is you buy scientists and have them come up with reports. See, here it is that prove your narrative. We need it to say this. We need it to indicate this. And when I say buy scientists, I mean fund their labs. You've got people like Gates and Fauci who have been doing it for years. So we're witnessing governments all over the world tanking their countries to break the backs of their citizens. And the goal is basically to make life so hard, so hard that the average person has to turn to who? Who do they got to turn to? The government. They got to turn to the government to save them. The government's like an arsonist who becomes a firefighter. He torches a building just so he can go put it out, be the hero. We're watching a very deliberate, again, I'm not making this up. These are not my words. We've played clip after clip after clip of Klaus and his buddies, other world leaders saying these things. But we're seeing with their efforts the deliberate destruction of Western civilization as we know it. And the scary thing is, is not that there's people out there doing it. It's not, that shouldn't be surprising to anyone. What's, what's scary is, is we have a willing dude who has no idea where he is or what he's doing behind the wheel here in America. I mean, the dude, it, it, literally, it, it, this is Thelma and Louise. You know, the, the hard, one of the hard part too is, I, a few months ago, I watched the master class that Bill Nye did, and yeah. he talks about how, you know, before he was, you know, big like he was, he, you know, he was into science, his parents were into science, all that stuff, and he talks about how his parents taught him how to use science to back things up and everything. But then he talks about how he then was able to somehow get a seat with Clinton and have lunch with him and talked about we need to get science back into the schools and get people excited about because we're not going to have scientists, you know, if, if we keep going the route that we're going. So that's how the show Bill Nye the guy started. He got like government funding to do the show. But then what they don't talk about, but he's like, yeah, you know, I'd get I'd get deep, I'd get briefings from the White House on the topics we were allowed to talk about and all those things. And, and he kind of keeps going over and I, I had to pause it and rewind it like, so wait. Even the science then that he was spewing in the show, which was science, there was stuff that was there, but it was like global warming. Like, of course he's pushing global warming because the the administration is pushing global warming, you know, and all these things. So here, you know, here we have someone who's, uh, it makes science easier to relate to with through the show Bill Nye the Science Guy, but yet it's still leaning and pushing kids to a direction that may not be actual truth, may not actually be the answer to the science that's actually out there. And it's twisting the facts and everything. And that's what's scary is here it is like someone, oh, we're using science. But they're not, they're not really. <laughs> they're, they're using an agenda. No, know? exactly. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's just what do we want people to hear come up with, with the data to, to do it. Yeah. Same thing that's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> well, the Pope, so I, you guys know I'm not a big fan of the Pope, right? He's just a dude. He's a dude who dresses kind of strange. And if you're Catholic, I'm sorry um, if that offends you. But I, I but it's Pope like Francis. <laughs> but he's chiming in again, and he's warning against World War III. 
He's warning against World War III. And keep in mind, this is the same guy who said getting vaccinated was an act of love. Now, he's basically become the Neil deGrasse Tyson of the religious world, the Pope. Talks so much crap that really nobody, it's just, I, I, I'm not a fan, right? But he's talking about this, saying, and he's been really vocal on a lot of things since the pandemic, but he's, he's talking about this, saying that war is coming, to which it's like, well, dude, no shit. Of course it is. It's really already kind of going. Again, we've got our own unspoken civil war going here in America. We're involved in a, in a, a Cold War 2.0, 3.0, whatever you want to call it, with both Russia and China. All the stuff with Russia and Ukraine and how that's about to affect Europe, which we're about to get into. Taiwan, all that stuff. I mean, it's, of course, of course that's the case. But it's funny, too. I, like, I wonder what side of the war he's going to back. You know, he's talking about it's coming. I mean, you look back to Pope Pius XII's failure during World War II. He was silent. Millions of Jews went missing, were murdered all over Europe. Um, so if you're going to ch- wade into these waters, like, let us know where you stand on this stuff, bro. But anyways, he's right, because in a sense, we're getting there. And you've got Russia, who's cutting off Europe. And you remember back in 20, again, this is not, if you listen all the time, you know this is not a Trump show. If you're here for the first time, you're either here trolling because you hate Trump, or, or you love Trump and maybe you think it is a Trump show. But you remember when Trump, back in 2018, spoke at the UN, And he warned Germany, specifically Germany, about being beholden to Russia when it comes to the natural gas supply. Remember that? And you know what they did? You know what the German delegation did at the time? They laughed at him. Well, fast forward to 2022, and Putin has now turned off the Nord Stream pipeline to Europe. And they're crapping themselves over the prospect of a long, cold winter. The kind of winter Brandon, uh, Brandon, Joe Biden warned us about for the unvaccinated. So since, since Trump's been out of office, it's become clear why we had to be, why he in particular, Joe had to, be, or excuse me, Trump had to be ousted and have Joe installed because Trump was standing in the way of realigning the power structure of the planet. Something, something that is going on all around. And it's not just Germany, by the way. There's quite a few European companies who are going to have trouble and issues heating their homes because their power grid's dependent on foreign energy. And they're going to be in trouble. They're going to, you, you can't stay warm. Plug in your electric car if you're of that variety. Still get such a chuckle out of the fact that California is asking people to do, demanding that people go that route by 2035 and then tell them days later to not charge their electric vehicles to save energy. But once again, with all of this stuff, with the, with the climate change stuff, we talked climate change earlier. We're kind of talking about it here as Russia cuts off Germany and, and other parts of Europe. How many times do I need to say this when it comes to this particular issue that the climate change agenda that's being pushed everywhere is all about control? It's all about control. It's not about the climate <laughs> at all. 
or at least if, if, if you say it is, I mean, it's, it's a fraction. But the lion's share of this effort is about restructuring things. It's about control. Not saving the planet from some imminent doom. There's other things coming that could put that, the planet in that situation. Like the increasing, blossoming romance between Russia and China. There's a week-long exercise that began Thursday where Russia and China are, are broing up, doing their things together. Beijing sent more than 2,000 troops along with 300 military vehicles, 21 combat aircraft, and three warships to take part in the drills. All to, to make it seem like Russia's good to go for what they're, what they're doing and all their operations in Ukraine. As part of the maneuvers, the Russian and Chinese navies in the Sea of Japan practice joint action to protect sea communications and support for ground forces in coastal areas. This sounds like China might have an ally if they invade Taiwan, right? Which we know they do. Of course they do. But this is another blunder. This is another problem. This is the result of Biden pushing Putin and Russia into a corner. Thinking, oh, this is going to crush them. Have you seen their numbers lately? Financially for oil and all this stuff? They're doing okay. They're doing okay. They're starting to lean more on China. They're going to trade with the, with the yuan. They're going to do all sorts of stuff there. And now you've got Russia and, I, and China who are becoming better allies. We've literally done everything we could to weaken our own nation. High fuel, food costs, depleting our strategic oil reserves, sending billions, billions to Ukraine. We left the Taliban well-armed. Thanks a lot, Brandon. No one saw all of this coming except all of us. We all saw it coming. It was pretty obvious this was going to be the outcome. But hey, here's the good news. At least we got 87,000 new IRS agents out of them, right? They can harass the middle class, go after people's Venmo accounts. Man, it's pretty damn depressing. And if you don't come away feeling like, hey, the Democrats hate this country, they hate you, and, and they seem to hate the country and you even more than they hate God, which is quite a, quite a statement, then you're, you're not paying attention. You're just not. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Lots of comments today. Keep them coming. I know comments were, were struggling a little bit over on, um, in terms of the, the platform over on Rumble earlier, but it seems like they're back up and running now. So we're glad that you guys are here. Thanks so much. Make sure that you are, as the screen indicates, subscribed to the channel over on Rumble. Make sure you're still subscribed on YouTube because they've probably unsubscribed you at least a dozen times. I actually got the notification today. Wow. Like as, as soon as we hit live, my phone went ding. And I was like, what? why is my phone dinging? And I was like, oh. It's, Maybe, we're going uh, live on YouTube. <laughs> the green-haired uh, transgender person on the other end of the computer was taking an extra day off today. Who's uh, something? Because I literally, I was surprised. Usually, I tell you this all the time. Usually, it's like Thursday, and I get, "Hey, we're going live for Monday show on Thursday." Right. Like that's that's what I'm normal. That's what I'm used to, and I just get upset and throw the phone because at that point I'm probably a drink or two in. But then you know, <laughs> but then. And, and now, you know, today, get it today. I'm like, oh, hey, you, it's, work, it's working. It's working. 
I'm sure it did it for it, 430, you know, 4,000 plus yeah, other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's another story. It's another episode. We've talked about it. I don't want to cry about it again. I just hate them. Um, just <laughs> and then do. Drew just started to cry on air. <laughs> he weeps. Like, uncontrollably. Do we do, a, do we do like a silent black screen outro when that happens? Um, <laughs> so here's the deal, guys. We're we, just, headed... we just hear you weeping. <laughs> We're headed over uh, to locals. We're going to be doing booze and banter over there today. Get there today because, guys, don't know how many others we're going to do this week. We will be back doing it next week. We will be doing the show all week next week. But, again, this week is kind of, um, let's just call it a little wonky with the schedule due to some some personal stuff having to do with Shopee. So, so we'll get that taken care of, knock it out, take care of a guy who took care of me because uh, that's that's how we're supposed to treat other people. So I'm looking forward to helping him. So we'll do that. We'd love to see you, though, over at Locals. It's DrewBerkwist.Locals.com. Get over there. Get yourself an account. If for some reason we don't see you over at Locals, we'll see you when we see you, whether it's tomorrow or the beginning of next week. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerkwist.com. 